Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's the final hour on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Still waiting. Uh, any further word on Trevor Lawrence's ankle? Probably having an MRI or had an MRI. And then uh, we'll probably hear from Doug Peterson a little bit later on today. I don't know if Jake Browning is the second coming of Nick Foles, but he certainly looked good last night for the Cincinnati Bengals. Jake Browning looked like Joe Burrow. But if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, standalone game, you have to win that game. I know you had a chance to win it. Trevor Lawrence goes down with a sprained ankle. But you shouldn't have been in that situation to begin with. You want to prove that you're one of the elite teams? And you could have taken advantage of that game last night. With a win, you would have had home field advantage. With some tiebreakers in there, that's what you need. You don't want to be going to Kansas City. You want to be staying at home, hosting those teams. Good team, but I don't know if they're a great team. And we keep waiting for that. And with Trevor Lawrence banged up, short work week, now you go to Cleveland to go against that defense. Granted, Cleveland doesn't have a quarterback, but that defense is going to be barreling down on Trevor Lawrence if he's able to play. But give credit to the Bengals. They are at least alive because there are a few teams that are alive right now in the AFC, and Cincinnati is in the mix. Mixed reports on Zach Wilson. Reports yesterday saying that he told players, staff, and coaches that uh, he didn't want to play. He was apprehensive about putting himself out there and maybe injuring himself. And, and we brought up, I think, I guess all sides with this. The Jets quit on him. Uh, he's quitting on the Jets. Uh, they gave him a big second chance. You're going to give him a, a third chance here. It's career suicide. He wants self-preservation. I don't want to play. I might get hurt. He's killing his career in the process. If the story is true, that that's what he said. Now, I get it. You don't want to be behind that offensive line. I understand that. What happens the next team you go to? What if they have a subpar, substandard offensive line? Do you say, eh, I want to get behind them? You have to play. You have to want to play. But can you get out in front of this today? Can you say something? Should you say something? If it's not true, you better be saying something. But there's reports that Aaron Rodgers is sort of a mediator in this. So there is something to this. To what extent? Was he joking? Was he sort of, oh my God, got to get behind? Huh? 
I'm going to be running for my life. Is that it? Why is Aaron Rodgers involved in this if it's a off-the-cuff, you know, sort of, hey, you know, uh, sure, yeah, I'll get back there. I mean, what can happen? You know, I get killed. What's going to happen today? That's what I want to know. And you got those reporters are ready to go. Because if I'm there, I want to know. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is on McAfee today. I'm going right there. First question. When's the last time you talked to Zach Wilson? Can you give me an idea what the conversation was like? Did he say he did not want to play? What was your advice to him? Who do you think is the quarterback going to be next game? That's where I'd go. I mean, we can get to Aaron's Achilles. We'll get to that in the time frame. It's still there, by the way. Let's get to Zach Wilson. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Aaron, did you talk to Zach? Uh, there was a communion Well, what do you mean by talking to? Uh, yes. We have an understanding, yes. not a communication. Yes. Sometimes we don't need to talk. There was a certain expression of <laughs> mutual. What does it mean to tell someone something? What does it mean to hear them? Uh, Heisman finalist, Jaden Daniels. Consultation I've had. Jaden Daniels, Ayahuasca was involved. Marvin Harrison Jr., the third, Bo Nix, and Michael Penix. Let's guess the order of the Heisman voting. Oh, guess that order? Yeah. And once again, I was asked by the Heisman committee not to say that I voted for uh, Jaden Daniels. So I am not going to say that. Todd, what's the order? I'm going to say Daniels 1, Penix 2, Knicks 3, Harrison 4. All right. Seton O'Connor. Same. Daniels, Penix, Knicks, Harrison. All right. Marvin? That's three for three. All right. Paulie? I'm going to go with Michael Penix winning it in one of the closest ones of all time over Jaden Daniels. Bo Nix third, Marvin Harrison Jr. fourth. I think it's going to be a landslide for Jaden Daniels. I'm going to put Penix in there second because he beat Bo Nix twice. I'm going to put I'm going to put Bo Nix in third and Marvin Harrison Jr. the third. Right. Four out of five. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, Jaden Daniels is going to win the Heisman. Got that token wide receiver. Yeah, uh, in- inclusion hey, though. Hey, huh? but we we had well, a, it's not quarterbacks. It's not just quarterbacks. What? We got a wide receiver. Right? We had a wide receiver win it a couple years ago. Yeah, that was probably Devonte Smith. Computer glitch. Isn't that wild? Who finished second in that Heisman race? Because I, Devonte Smith was a difference maker, and you know when they had. One or two receivers went down with injuries. I mean, he played. Waddle went down. He played wonderful. Yeah, Paul. Trevor Lawrence finished second behind Smith that year. Ooh. Mac Jones was third. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I'm looking in the past 10 years. That's not aging well. Uh, position non-quarterbacks to make the top three. Bryce Love of Stanford in 2017. Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey were one and two in 2015. Mm. Yes. Yeah, hello. 2020. People voting on something and it was wrong. Hello. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not. Hello, doing... people. Wake up. Of course, a wide receiver won it that year. We're not. We're not they going stole there. It. We're not. <laughs> Alabama stole that Heisman. Oh. Hello. Check the machine. <laughs> All righty. It's oh. funny that it's 2020. Yeah. <laughs> the Heisman yeah. goes to a wide receiver, wide receiver out of nowhere. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, are we changing up the poll question for the final hour? Because yeah, we did we the can. best nine and three team. We did. Uh, but that's recency bias, I guess. We're going to get that with the, the Niners, right? I don't know. They're pretty good this year. Turns out. All right. Well, when they lost three in a row, were this, they? they uh, the Niners have 69% of that vote. Right. The best nine and three team. Then the rest, we have two teams coming in with 8.45% of oh. the vote. Those are the next two. Those are They're tied for second. Right. That's the Dolphins and Ravens. Uh, you want to guess last place between the Lions and the Cowboys? I'm going to say the Lions. The Dallas Cowboys are in oh. last place. What's that all about? I don't know. Well, once again, we keep waiting for Dallas. All that matters is what they do in the postseason. They were 13-3 and three a few years ago. All we wanted to know was what were they going to do in the postseason. And the way they flamed out the last two years, there's really no indication to think that they're going to be different this year. But I do think they're... I, I think they might be better than the Eagles. <clears throat> Relax. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Just... And I, look, I'm not a Cowboy fan or apologist here. I just... I, I think they're... a. They, they figured out what they're doing. They figured out who they are. It is December, though. <laughs> the are we rolling on this and back? After this season, does Zach Wilson ever start an NFL game? Yes? No? Paulie, you put down other. I just want to give you an option. <laughs> I feel bad for the kid. Yeah. Yes, yes, no other. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like... Everyone's saying his career is over, his career is over. Josh Rosen got chances. Everyone gets a second chance. Yeah, but Josh Rosen didn't quit on a bad... That Arizona line was as bad a line as I've seen in years. And he did not go, oh, I don't want to play. I might get hurt. Now, he could have said, hey, I don't want to play. You know, it didn't seem like he got that many chances, though. He was kind of in and out of the league before you even noticed. I think he got a chance as a third-string quarterback. I don't think he got a chance to play much. Yes, Paul. After Arizona, where they gave him one year and 13 starts, where his stats were similar, like they were, they were pretty bad. Uh, he started three games for Miami. He yeah. was on the Atlanta roster in 21. No starts. And he had that hot tub in his room. Oof, legend. I know. That's where you don't let people know you have a hot tub in the room. You let people know who you want to come over, but you don't let that get out. Hey, come on in. Here's my hot tub. And that's pre-NIL hot tub. Oh, yeah. You know? Yes, yes, Marvin. Guys like Josh Rosen and Jake Browning let me know that quarterbacks should be able to leave after like their sophomore years. Yeah. Well, Jake Browning had 43 touchdown passes when his sophomore year at Washington. I remember, I think we might have had him on because it was like Heisman buzz. You know, <laughs> hey, let's get Jake Browning on. Uh, let me see. What else do we have? Booger McFarlane will join us uh, coming up. By the way, the Shohei Otani decision is starting to ramp up a little bit. But what you're going to find, I think, interesting and unique about this situation is it's basically Otani and his agent. Nobody else, uh, Buster Olney of the Mothership said, nobody has anything because there's no leaks. But it's been reported Otani met with the Blue Jays in Florida. Somebody leaked that. You have a couple of teams that will not say... The, the Giants, to me, are the favorites. They are the favorites to get Otani. And I have no information on it other than I felt that all along. That's where he would end up. But we will play the Otani game tomorrow. 
where we think he'll end up. And we'll throw in how much money. Over under $500 million. Yes, Marvin. You know what? For Friday, we should do artists from the city that you think Otani's going to. <laughs> so you pick a band from San Francisco. So I got the Bay Area. I got a lot right. of music there. So if I think he's going to Toronto, I'll take Drake or, you know, New York. You okay. can get whoever. The Cubs. Chicago Cubs are in there. A lot of Chicago artists, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So Friday, Otani game, musicians from the city where you think he'll go. <laughs> it's it's yeah. a little clumsy. Yeah. A little clumsy there, but we'll uh, we'll workshop that. At least they're alive, we hope, some of them. Yeah. Yeah, we're not doing dead. Although the Grateful Dead from the Bay Area. Is that right, Seaton? Uh yeah. Yeah, they're Bay Area. So I yeah. could yeah. You could. I mean Jerry Garcia's not alive, but the dead is still alive. Bob Weir, I believe, is still Yeah, John Mayer. John Mayer face, guitar right. face. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta I love I you can't watch John Mayer without thinking John Mayer guitar face. That's why whenever I'm playing my guitar, I'm like <laughs> now I know why I'm not any good at this because it doesn't move me into making that oh okay. Face. I just, like, just play it and I'm like, oh this is fun. Mm. I never mm. get in there. Mm. Yes. Never do that. Yes, Paul. With this thing with the bands, we had to be very specific. Seaton help me out here. If you think he's going to the Dodgers, Otani, you have to pick a Los Angeles band. If you think he's going to the Angels, you have to pick an Orange County band, oh. which I think that's a very different tone. Going to be a lot of pop punk for the oh, uh, like the Offspring, uh, no doubt. Get us Whoa, out of this crap okay. town. All right, full of million dollar place, real estate. Ocean Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark. Killing it. Huh? We got to get out of this crap beachfront town. <laughs> Huntington Beach is no place for yeah. me. <laughs> Parents want me to do right. Surfing all day. Mm, waste my time. <laughs> I got Orange County bands. We got a lot to work with. What do you have? I got Sublime. I got Social D. Seat and Social Distortion. Heck yeah, let's go. I got uh, The Offspring. Okay. All right. We're just we're cooking. Pride right. of Knott's Berry Farm. Okay. okay. All right. What if Eve returns to the Angels? You know, after all this. They got a lot of money, and they're the ones who initially... Green let him to do both, pitching and hitting. Lots of money, no pressure. Yeah. No playoff pressure. You get October's off. Yeah, no playoff pressure. Okay. Would you rather have Aaron Judge, he got $360 million, um, or you want, let's say I get Aaron Judge and I get 200, let's say $150 million to play with because that's what it's going to cost Otani. You get Otani for let's say five hundred and fifty million. Ten years. I get Aaron Judge, and then I'm going to get another player for one hundred and ninety million dollars. How about that? Would you rather have Aaron Judge and a uh, and one hundred ninety million to play with with your roster, or Shohei Otani for five hundred and fifty million? Yes, Todd. I will take Judge in the 190. I'm concerned about that surgery, and who knows what his future is going to be as a two-way player. All right. It's way uh, too much money. Oh, I, I, I don't want anybody for 10 years. I mean, my, my wife but and my kids and you guys, of course. Yeah, we're on a solid, mm, I think I've worked for you for 18, 18 years. 18 years? Yeah, and I'm the one of the junior guys. Yeah, so. yeah. But I... you just don't want to sign up for that. Like Juan Soto, you want to sign up 10 years? Like, you got Machado. Do you want him 10 years? I don't want those players for... Bryce Harper, you know, 
he's going to turn out to be a bargain. And and I think they spread out his deal where it's not, you know, really prohibitive. But Yeah, what if you spread it out over 40 years? <laughs> Play as long as you want, but we're going to pay you over the 40. It's well, kind of the way a lot of these deals are, right? Look at Mookie Betts with the Dodgers. I think he's going to get like, what, 15, 10, 15 million for the next 30 years? But what's crazy, though, is that in 30 years, that $15 million isn't going to be worth nearly what $15 million is when he signed his contract. It's still going to be worth millions. Yeah, but it's not It's not going to be what millions really are. Crypto? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul. Mookie Betts' contract with the Dodgers ends in 2032. His playing contract. His deferred money from 2033 to 2044 <laughs> is a total, to- total of $115 million spread out over that 11 years. Yeah. Where he will not be playing baseball. Yeah. Smart. Yeah, I know. Look, I, I'm sure they have these Harvard and, you know, Wharton and all these business school guys that tell your women who tell you this is why it makes financial sense. Somebody has to say to you, hey, if you sign Otani, this is the, the money you're going to make. Well, I know I have world marketing here. I want to know if he's going to be able to play. Let's start there. Ten years. Another Tommy John surgery. How many starts is he going to get? Uh, does he eventually become just a hitter? Now I'm spending $550 million on him for 10 years as a hitter. I, got, I, I would have to know, what is my windfall going to be on this? What if we don't make the playoffs? Like, do we have to make the playoffs? Or you win a World Series? I know all of those things. I'm sure there's really smart people... Although I've been doing this a long time, and it seems like they're really stupid people when it comes to spending that kind of money. Let's take a break. Booger McFarlane is all excited. He is fired up still about Florida State. I'll let him uh, speak his piece there, and uh, then I'll remind him that this is a talent show. It's a beauty pageant. You don't know the rules, but you know the end result. And unfortunately, we wanted chaos, got chaos, and now there's chaos because there's chaos. Or something like that. All right, we'll take a break. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. More than 1,000 players have entered the transfer portal, including some starting quarterbacks. I am uh, curious about these bowl games because... Like UCLA with uh, Dante Moore, he's transferring from UCLA, former five-star quarterback. Riley Leonard at Duke, they play Troy. He's in the portal. Jordan McLeod's in the portal. James Madison against Air Force. Every one of these schools, Max Johnson is leaving A&M. Uh, A&M plays Oklahoma State. Uh, Will Howard, Kansas State quarterback, he's in the portal. Kansas State's bowl game against NC State. Dylan Gabriel, Oklahoma, they play Arizona. Uh, DJ Uyunglele, he is uh, transferring from Oregon State, and they play Notre Dame. Kyle McCord with Ohio State's in the transfer <laughs> portal. Everybody is uh, got a quarterback in the transfer portal, it feels like, in these bowl games. Yes, Pauline? Could we have transfer portal day like we used to have national signing day? Three hats in front of you. You take the hat of the school you're with currently, you put it down, and you replace it with your new team. Made for TV event, ESPN, mm-hmm. Fox. Everybody mm, could do this, mm, like the old signing day. Mm, mm. Eh, there's only a couple of those players that I really care about. Portal day. Yeah. Eh, let's celebrate National Portal Day. 
All right, we make the smooth segue to Booger McFarlane, football analyst for the Mothership, appears on college football coverage throughout the season, and uh, ESPN's Monday Blitz, other studio shows. He was all fired up yesterday or Sunday talking about Florida State. And bring Booger in here. Um, if you were in the committee room and they were just ready to go out and announce who was going to be in, last call, what would you have said to the committee members to make sure that Florida State was going to be in the Final Four? Guys, I think we have a, um, a problem. And the problem is this, is that we're making judgment inside this room on what we think is going to happen on the field. And need I remind you, Friday night, we watched Oregon play Washington. Everyone that I talked to outside of the state of Washington thought that Oregon was a better team than Washington. Vegas had them as a 10-point favorite, depending on which book you looked at. Washington won. Tulane was a favorite over SMU. Everyone thought that Tulane would beat SMU. Vegas had them as a favorite. SMU won the game with a second-team quarterback, Dan. And I think I would have told everybody, let's be careful. This sport has always been a show-me sport. You play it on the grass, between the white lines, and regardless of what we think we know, how many times have we been surprised by teams making a run, whether it's pro football or college football? Remember the New York Giants, 9-7, and seven, wild card team, barely got in. Remember those Giants? And, and I think we all know what happened that season. So you never know what's going to happen, and, and I think we better be careful when we start playing the game inside a nice, comfortable room, eating scrambled eggs and bacon, and, you know, nice little warm fire there. Uh, because the game is not played that way. And I would have just put my put my microphone down and told them all, uh, if, if you can honestly say that you know that you know that Florida State can't win a game or two in the playoff, then you can sleep well at night. But I can't. Yeah, I, I, it's the cruel reality of this, Booger. It is a, it's a beauty pageant. At the end of the season... Everything that is window dressing during the season. Where are you, top mm-hmm. four, five, who's in, who's at, all of that. It comes down to the bottom line. It's going to be fan bases that travel, games that are interesting. Will you go to two bowl games? Will you fill up the stadiums? Will people tune in to watch this? There's a lot of ancillary things that happen here. I don't think the ACC is viewed as a true power conference. I think it's the Big Ten and in the SEC. Pac-12 probably with their conference schedule this year, better conference than the ACC. I think this was a reality check for the ACC of where they stand in college football. We may not like it, but there's unwritten rules. You go undefeated, you're supposed to play for a national championship. Well, if you have your starting quarterback, I certainly understand that. And, and even if they're backup quarterback, Booger, if they put up 28 points against Louisville, I think they're in. Yeah. I just think I think the committee looked at this and went, there's no draw with this team. There's no reason. If Jordan Travis plays, then yes. But they, it's unfair, but it's the reality of this. And that's what people have to understand. It's about money, and it's a bottom-line business. Well, Dan, I'm going to disagree with you right there. <clears throat> Again, I think you're doing the same thing. If you're projecting, yeah, it's a draw, but football has never been about – 
Um, I'm not agreeing with it. I'm explaining it, right, Booger. Right. Yes, I, I get that. But football is that football is a sport, man. Like we watch football because we never really know any given Sunday. That's the old cliche. And so when you start talking about the draw and the matchup and what's sexy, who cares what's sexy? This is not a, this is this is not a sport like figure skating. This is not that. It's never been that. So even though we want to make it that out to be a beauty pageant. The innate nature of the game of football takes you away from being that. And so I hear you, and I hear everybody that's saying, man, it's about the money and the matchups and all these different things. Yeah, to a certain extent, you can schedule those matchups in the non-conference. But when you start putting together a playoff, that is earned. That is something that is earned. And so I will go to my grave saying that Florida State, based on what we do, and, and to your point, here's what I'll say to you. So 10 of, the, 10 of the 13 members on the committee were the same last year. Okay, there's, there's three that are different. Last year, I think you and I can both agree, Alabama, who lost to Tennessee, who lost to LSU, was a better team than TCU. Yes. I think I, they were a better team. Yeah. TCU lost the conference championship to Kansas State. They put TCU in the playoff. So why last year did we not go and get the best team last year? What's the difference? To me, there is no difference. So I just think based on the people in that room, for whatever reason, and I'm not going to speak for them, they made up in their mind that Florida State can't compete. And there there are coaches in the room. There's two coaches in the room. And I can't believe those two coaches let that happen. And maybe they were the ones who were in the forefront of leading the charge. I have no idea. I wasn't in the room. I just think it's a dangerous game to play sports inside a room instead of on a court or on the grass. I agree. I understand it. I just tried to explain what was told to me by, uh, you know, a uh, higher authority involved in college football. Uh, Do you agree with it? I know it's a TV show. I know That's it's not a- what I asked you, Dan. Do I agree with the, the four teams that are in? Correct. Yes. Yeah. And I, why is that? I, I, once again, I deal in reality of a bottom line, and that is... These, these are sexy matchups, marquee match. Texas might be the best team. You got Harbaugh in there. You got Nick Saban, Alabama. I mean, uh, Washington has a great quarterback wide receiver. Like, we want to see excitement. This, if the NFL could prevent a team from the NFC South from hosting a playoff, don't you think they would do that? Don't you think? But they that, can't. They, they, could, they can't. But college football can create what they want to create. The NFL can't. The NFL would go, hey, you know who's in? Cowboys and the Chiefs. They're in the Super Bowl. Hey, Atlanta's going to host a playoff game and may have eight wins on the season. They can't well, if control that's the case, that. Dan, then if that's the case, why are we playing the games? Well, I, I understand what you're saying. I just have to look at both sides with this. Do I think Florida State has an argument? Absolutely. Do I feel bad for that coach, that team, that quarterback? Absolutely. But I've been around for a long time doing this and understanding what motivates. The reason why we're going to 12 teams is why, Booger? Because of money. Why did we go from two to four when they finally realized how much money they could make? That's why we're going to 12. March Madness used to be 32 teams. It's 68. Why? It's money. It's not always fair. And, and that's, that's where I, I end on it's money.
It's unfortunate, but it's money. I get it. All right. Booger McFarland joining us on the program. If uh, you were a member of the New York Jets today and Zach Wilson came into the locker room, as a veteran, what would you say or do? Well, um, I think we all have a job. And this, it, this is called pro football. Like, like we're all men in here, and we get paid a lot of money to do this job. And if, if he's been deemed to be the next man up to come back in and play quarterback, I understand the sensitivity and I understand the emotion. Uh, that's a very sensitive position. That is a very um, mentally challenging issue they have in New York. But at the end of the day, I would tell them you're a professional. If it's your, it's, it's no different in baseball. If it's your turn to grab the ball, you grab the ball and you step on the mound. If it's your turn to get under center, you go under center. Now, here's what I would say. I would tell the coach, if you want me to go back under center, I'll go back under center. But don't pull me. Let me play. Because this yo-yo going back and forth, I can't do that. Now, if you want me, you want me. If you don't, then tell me you don't. But what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to subject myself mentally to going in and out based on the emotion of an organization and a fan base who ultimately doesn't want me. They want Aaron Rodgers. And so I understand as a veteran player what's going on in that locker room. Everyone in that locker room wants a different quarterback. The only reason they want Zach to play is they're trying to get competent play now until Aaron can hopefully miraculously come back from this Achilles. So I truly understand. Dan, it's like this. I'm a married man. I think you are too. Imagine if your wife said, hey, I want you to hang around another month or two until this new hot, young, hot, young, sexy guy comes along. How the hell would you feel? I mean, come on, man. And so I, I, I get what Zach is going through. Uh, but at the end of the day, this is professional football. You get paid a check every Tuesday. You grab the ball and you go play. I, I get what you're saying, and it's a, an intelligent take on that of let me play, good or bad, support me. But don't all of a sudden after a, you know one half, you're going to bench me and then I have to regroup and then get ready for the following, you know, like Mac Jones. Like, don't, yeah, you, yeah. You, you can't, you're, you're not going to get any progress. Mac Jones is dead in New England. Like, he, he's, yeah, he's done. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing, though. We want, and that's the one position you have to have confidence of, yeah. of all of them. <laughs> We're going to take away your confidence. Now go get them. But I don't know if maybe he said that in a way, and it's being spun in a different way. Like, hey, I'll go out there, but support me. If not, then I don't want to go out there. Because now Aaron Rodgers got involved as a mediator here, and it feels like there's more to it. I don't know if we're making more. Therefore, that's why it's become a bigger story. I would tend to agree with you without understanding the entire conversation or, or the entire quote that's being spread out there about he doesn't want the ball. Um, I would need to know more. Generally speaking, uh, again, we're pro football players. We line up and we go play. They're extenuating circumstances in New York. He's been he's, he started. He's been like he's been benched. If you go back to his his entire career, he's been benched what two or three times, maybe even more than that. Yeah. And so you have to understand the context of what's going on with this young man. Uh, I've been very critical of Zach Wilson going to, going back when he didn't accept blame for how bad he played. True. And so I, I think the kid has been through a lot. I would just be careful if I'm New York. Uh, they made the first mistake by making him the backup. You didn't want him to move on, bring somebody else in, and now the situation becomes less toxic. And so hopefully after this season, regardless of whatever Aaron does, 
if Aaron's going to come back for another year, they get another backup quarterback, let the young man go on about his business because it's clear to me they don't want him in New York. They need him, but they don't want him in New York, and I don't think the fan base wants him either. I was looking at some numbers, the number of quarterbacks who have played so far this year. I think it's 70 quarterbacks have thrown a pass. They can't make it any safer, can they? (laughs) I mean, what do you want to put flags on? (laughs) I mean, you can't touch them. Listen, Dan, the rules are so bad right now. Uh, Sap and I were talking about this. If you go and sack a quarterback – Somewhere between hitting the quarterback and on the way to the ground, you have to figure out a way to levitate. That way you don't <laughs> land on the quarterback too hard. Like, come on, man, seriously. Like, some of these things are defined human logic. Like, it, it, it defies physics. How can a 300-pound guy stop his weight in, like, a half a second and then roll over? And I'm like, come on, guys. Like, you may as well put a flag on him. Yeah, I, I don't. Well, Trevor Lawrence got injured by his own teammate. So it's some Correct. of these yeah. injuries are preventable. And some are, you know, self-induced here. So that's where I don't know what else you can do other than what we've already done, which is above and beyond the call of duty. I was told this years ago, and it's still true. It's not if a quarterback or a player is going to get hurt. It's when. Yeah. We all get hurt. Yeah. If, you, if Think about the great quarterbacks, and they've all been hurt. Brady, Manning, Rodgers, Rivers, Matt Ryan. I mean, just go down the list. All of them have been hurt at one point or another. Like, this is not a game where you're going to stay pain or injury-free your entire career. Patrick Mahomes had a dislocated knee. Like, everybody has – you get hurt in this game. And so, to your point, can they make it any safer? No. But you can do the the old Peyton Manning. Anytime anybody gets near, just fall down. (laughs) I think that's the only thing quarterbacks can do. Uh, good to talk to you. Keep fighting the good fight there, Booger. Thank you. Always enjoy being on with you, man. Happy holidays to you and the crew, man. Love this show. Love talking to you all the time. Thank you, Booger. And that's Booger McFarland of the Mothership. He appears on ABC's College Football Studio coverage as well, the ESPN Monday Blitz and other studio shows. Now, I love the passion. I do. That's why I invited him on. I, we weren't going to agree, but... I, mine is just reality. I'm not rooting for or against. Yes, even. Yeah, I agree with a lot of what Booger says. Um, but a lot of uh, analysts and media people have picked up on this figure skating line. Yeah. Right now, last year, now this, it just turned into figure skating. No, 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 no. It's always, always been figure skating. You guys are just realizing that it's always been. The, the rules on which this was changed didn't, they're now no different than last year or the year before. It was figure skating then. It was figure skating then, too. You have style points. You have strength of schedule. You have what conference you play in versus what conference you don't. That's all figure skating. It's all subjective. It is. We like for it to be simple. It's not. And, you know, once again, we're going to 12 teams. Why? Money. Two to four. Oh, my God, look at the money we can make. That's what this is all about. March Madness was 32 teams when I was growing up. It's 68. Why? Money. It's where I always come down to. I settle on the bottom line with it. I don't like it, but that's what it is. I'm not part of the committee, not involved in anything. They have to answer for it. Well, they don't even have to answer for it. It's basically just faceless people in there. They got one spokesperson. He comes out and, you know, Boo Corrigan goes, uh, all right, and here are the teams. 
Well, why'd you do that? Well, I don't know. This year's different than last year, and it'll be different next year. And then, you know, okay. Yeah, Paul. As we said, it's Kaiser Soze. They <laughs> pop their head up every once in a while. They talk. They give some type of explanation. Yeah. You don't see them for a while. I remember I railed on the BCS. But he said, go to four teams. Let's get more teams involved in this. Give teams a chance. Now we have 12. That might be too many. We're not going to stop at 12, folks. Not. <laughs> All right. We'll uh, close up shop here after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Last call for phone calls. What we learned. What's in store tomorrow? Try to accomplish all of those goals. I'm looking at quarterbacks right now are questionable. The Raiders situation, Jags, and the Saints. 
Quarterbacks who are out, looks like the Steelers, Jets, Colts, Browns, Bengals, Giants, Vikings, if you look at their starting quarterbacks. The number of injuries to quarterbacks that are you know, keeping them out for a sustained amount of time or the entire season, that's what's different. You get nicked up. You maybe miss a game here, not completely healthy, but you've got quarterbacks out for the season, and that's the difference. And then you want to add an 18th game, right? Trevor Lawrence hasn't missed a start in his career, but might be in jeopardy against the uh, Cleveland Browns. All right. Uh, what to watch tonight? What do we have? We got in season basketball, NBA. We got a little college basketball if you like. Okay. 9 p.m. Eastern on the mothership. Uh, ninth ranked UNC versus UConn. Okay. Marvin working that one? Huh? Mar- are you working? No, no, no. That's a nine o'clock start. Yeah, that's Marvin. good. That's smart. No, I'll be at the house. Yeah, because I need you here tomorrow morning. No, I'll be here. Yeah. Ready. Yeah, well. <laughs> you'll, you'll be here. I'll physically be here. You'll be here. Yes, Todd. The Rangers are skating in Ottawa. Something to think about. Kings, Columbus, Blue Jackets, and Red Wings at the Sabres. Three games on the Tuesday calendar early. There's a lot of more games than that. But, but you're just saying that. You're not watching any of those games. You know what? If there's nothing else to watch, uh, I may take uh, a peek at Rangers Senators no. for like a few minutes. Not a whole game. Why? Why not? Because it's sports. It's Why live not? sports happening. Yes, Seaton. Got the uh, Wolves Burnley Luton Town Arsenal today. Just throwing it out there. Afternoon mm. sesh. Afternoon sesh. You could fall asleep. Soccer during a, the match, and that's okay. Soccer, <laughs> all right. Look, this is no knock. I do it plenty, plenty, plenty of times. Soccer is much like golf. Also, baseball. It is great to fall asleep to. You wake up, the game's still going. Oh crap! I missed some goals. Rewind real quick. It's great. Yeah. Yes, Paul. I'll throw out Knicks. Surprisingly, twelve and seven as they always are this time of year, and they're at the Bucks in the NBA in season tournament. Okay, okay. all right. Lightly saucy. All right. Maybe I'll watch that. Uh, let me see. Robert in Texas. Hi, Robert. What's on your mind today? Hey, DP. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. First time, long time, gentlemen, and of course, Fritzy. Uh, got a quick comment and uh, an update on Crappenburg State. Um, the other day, I was driving around with my 10 year old son, huge sports fan, and I had the show on, and it was a revelation for him. He looked at me and said, Dad, what is this magic sorcery on the radio? I just looked at him and I said, son, it ain't kids, Bop. Um, he tried calling in, wanted to give his best of the week, uh, and he couldn't get through. But for Liam, best of the week are Rice Owls making the bowl game uh, back-to-back years. And a quick update on Craftensburg State, Dan. Um, don't know if you guys have been down to, to Shartsville recently, but uh, there was a little bit of rumbling uh, that a vocal but small minority is upset with the Duke's mascot. Uh, they think it may have some connotations for colonialism and imperialism. So there's a movement uh, to possibly change the mascot down there. Uh, one of them uh, to honor the local economy of Shartsville, the loggers, but also uh, to honor Sir Thomas Crapper and the innovation he had with the toilet to change the name to the Ballcocks. Uh, that's it, Dad. Thank, Thank you. you, Robert. Sounds like your son is a, a great dad to look up to. <laughs> Calling in about Crappensburg State. Stay in school. Yes. Uh, Josh in Jacksonville. Hi, Josh. Hey, Dan. Hey, bud. Five eleven. Dad bod two fifteen ish. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the Jags and Trevor Lawrence. Like, it doesn't seem like he's had much growth since college, and I'm just 
kind of worried about moving forward, but to kind of get the team to be to take that next step, I guess. Well, we're we're waiting. We are. That's a good team. I'm waiting for them to be a great team. And you're playing in a conference that is it has become competitive, but you should be running away with it. I mean, Texans. You know, D'Amico Ryan's probably the coach of the year. They they have more wins this year, I think, than the last maybe three years combined. Pretty amazing what they've done. And the fact that your quarterback's play may have gotten a coach fired in Frank Reich because his quarterback is not performing as well as you. Let's go around the room what we learned on the uh, program. Todd, what did you learn today? J.J. Redick realized during his time playing for Clippers Nation at Staples they were the bastard stepchild to not only the Lakers but the L.A. Kings hockey team as well. <laughs> Seton O'Connor. The second J in J.J. Redick is actually an echo. It's just his sisters yes. said J.J. One sister said the other one, J.J. Yeah, J.J. J.J. Marv. Marv. Everybody except Paulie has J. and Daniels winning the Heisman. Yeah. Paulie, what did you learn today? Of course, J.J. Redick's middle name is Clay. What did I learn today, Todd? What's up from J.J. Reddick? Uh, the Joker's an absolute psychotic competitor he hears, believes it's all part of the bit when he pretends that he can take or leave hoops. When it comes to celebrating major sporting events, no other city compares to Las Vegas. It's a city where spectacle and celebration are woven into the fabric of their community. Las Vegas, where conventional is challenged and the unexpected embraced. This isn't just celebrating, it's celebrating with an edge. Thanks for joining us. Our pleasure to serve you. For Fritzy, Seton, Marv, Pauly, yours truly. Talk to you tomorrow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.